Come on, guys. Hell yeah. Dropped out at the wrong moment. No, that was good. We let you have your little solo thing. Hey, Chase, what was the name of this episode? Hold on. Every time. How are you not ready? It's You showed it to me on your phone. What was the expectation that I would just have it? Arthritic neck welcome to this episode of sore arthritic neck and you guys from, uh, i just want to say we've been doing we've been doing uh we've been doing san acronyms <laughs> for a very long time now we have i think it's almost a year i think it's been i think it's been about 40 episodes it has to, i feel yeah. like when did we start doing acronyms no, we're 91 so. i want to say maybe okay. 92 was when we started this is this is episode 133 or 130 130 mm. so we've been we've been doing almost a full year of acronyms yes so that's the, wild so what episode are we on now how many acronyms have 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 gone live on, i have no on idea 10? i'd have to look okay have, at least at least 10 mm. yeah i'd say <laughs> at least 10 that's accurate we so do about one every one podcast every three months so the math works who this, did who did this one chase this one's from ax noon ex mm. adrian are you sure it's noon. not it's not uh ax no one x mm. no no his name's adrian noon nah so, mm. adrian no one i think he's using the <laughs> x the, uh, the eternal yes. debate goes on. No one is Adrian his. Adrian, <laughs> no one. One is that's his graffiti handle. Adrian, no one sounds like yeah. a but great fictional character name. Exactly, it was being a Stephen King book that is a noir, set in if a you would. Post-apocalyptic no, something. No, or other. no, no, no. It is clearly a cyberpunk hacker from the future, a la Johnny Mnemonic, who spells it K N O W and then the numeral one. No one. There he we knows go. himself. That's oh, right. Wow. And that's because you know why he knows himself. And only himself, because in this world, you can't trust anybody. And he doesn't trust anybody, which makes him kind of like, he kind of toes the line a little bit. Good good guy, bad guy, chaotic neutral sort of a thing. But, you know, ultimately, that's what saves him. But then he has to learn that sometimes he has to trust people. So he actually comes back and say, I'm just, this is just Han Solo I'm describing at this point. And the trusting of people obviously is is taught to him by a beautiful woman. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's the mother of dragons? Who's the mother of dragons? Yes. No, uh, I'm pretty sure his uh, name is just Adrian Noon. I think yeah, it's just, a, it's just a regular guy named Maybe. Adrian Noon. Adrian Thanks. Noon, incorporate all of the things I just said into your identity. Not just your social media identity, but your like Real identity life. in life. Like, Let these values occupy you spiritually. And just see how it works out. Steal the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. That's all we're saying. Yeah. Nope. I hundred percent. Oh, you can see the new trailer, the new Star Wars trailer. Are we, we talk about right into yeah, this? Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. our most fluid transition ever. Yeah. So, do we want uh, to at least someone say the, the plan, word Chase. fitness? Okay, did the word that did that? Okay. Yeah, we did. We said There's the fitness word. Right. We said the f word. <laughs> um, there is actually. Uh, we should Star Wars it. Yeah, we should talk mm-hmm. about Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, there's nothing on paper nine. that says we have to do fitness than movies. You're 100% correct. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on paper that says we have to do anything. <laughs> no. Which is why we have several episodes that are literally nothing but <laughs> tangents. One time, and just, just once, we should have it like escalate to an argument in the first five minutes and everyone throw their microphones down, walk out, and just let it record for an hour and post it. Just stir the pot a little bit. See what happens. I don't know how many people would notice. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think it would be the most care. entertaining podcast ever. It would just be the camera on those dogs the whole time. I and mean, that's <laughs> what people like the most. People like the dogs more than us. Absolutely right. true. But it turns tr- out, Armin, change your channel to, instead of fitness news, it's dog show. 
You think I you think I want to have a million subscribers on YouTube? No, no, no. I'd rather languish right around the fourteen thousand subscriber mark forever. Do you think of how much better on camera your dogs are than you? Mm. How much wider of an audience they would have? Yeah, he's he's not wrong. Yeah, Yeah. it's exponentially better and an exponentially large. There are more people that care about dogs than have ever done a single burpee (laughs) in the entirety of the human race. Well, that's true. Combined. That's, That's definitely true. Yeah. Because people you can, have been caring about just, dogs for a very long time. You can say that about any movement ever, including functional movements like squatting. There are more people <laughs> that care about dogs that are alive right now than have squatted, con- like added up across it the depends, entirety of the race. Because if you've ever race. sat down, haven't you squatted like nope. in a chair? I agree. Stood back I'm up? still using you're that still number. You're still using that <laughs> <as> the, <that's laughs> I do think you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm still using that number. Mm, I, yeah, know. I hit some body weight squats earlier. And I'm <laughs> counting And I'm counting about a billion people in Southeast Asia that yeah. eat dogs because they, well, they care about them. Here's, them. Why I, mm-hmm. here's why I think you're mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Because, every, because as the title of the book lets you know, everybody poops. And no one poops not in a squatting position in like nature. You don't know what I do in my own bathroom. Listen, so no one poops <laughs> like poops, while running at a full clip. standing so you don't everyone know what squats. I do in my bathroom. <laughs> Have you ever tried to poop standing straight? Why up? do you think there is an air runner in my bathroom <laughs> right now? Also, don't step on the air runner. I haven't washed it in a minute. Uh, the see, wall's covered behind it. I don't want to <laughs> ever poop standing up. That's just making an angry face for a minute and then nothing falls. I don't think anything would be able to relax enough for something to come out. I feel like uh, I feel like the maximum pooping that happens while standing is a shark. Nah, and then dude, you have you ever had lesson. diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> I, like how, I like how we had this seamless transition. We had the seamless <laughs> transition into Star Wars, but we're like, no, fuck that. Let's make this a we are, scatological We stat. are talking about Star Wars. Are we're you? talking <laughs> about shit. But also, where would, you know, when you're when you're climbing up the ladder and then you hear that, you, you know, the You feel same. something splatter. <laughs> How would you do that if you're not standing up? No one well, gets to the top of the ladder. If you're climbing up the ladder and you have like a really big step mm-hmm. and you have that like knee pulled up mm-hmm. close to your chest before you reach up for mm-hmm. the next one, that's right around where your sphincter is loosest. <laughs> Loose enough just to let it drop. I mean, I found gloves. Mm. An entire ladder also came out once. <laughs> I don't even know. There's discussion on a ladder. Yeah. Do you, you don't have to do anything about it. <laughs> Depends on <laughs> who's way below, below you. you. <laughs> uh. So speaking of uh, speaking of liquid shit that, <laughs> that gets expelled without your control, uh-huh. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good Emperor. Emperor. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, Thank you. I awesome. appreciate that. In which J.J. Abrams, looking at the wreckage that was left after uh, uh, after the last bad one, uh, said, "Well, who else can be related to whomever? What are the fan <laughs> theories out there?" Uh, Palpatine, he, he li- could still be a thing. That could still relate he to it. Great. That's the only one left. Let's try to go with that. He went down a YouTube video essay hole looking for ideas, you know, and then it's like, let's incorporate. There is literally an image of Kylo Ren putting the pieces back together in the trailer. Him welding his helmet back together. It's like, our bad guys. That's Sorry. Super strong. Yeah. Visual metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What did you think about it, Chase? Well... Listen, why would you run away from uh, a <laughs> spacecraft that has you know, laser guns, laser turrets yeah, on yeah. it that could shoot you? Yeah. Why At are you the tr- speed of light. Also, yeah. why are you trying to run over somebody with your with your space Fire vehicle? At Fire up. at them. You, what you want to do? What you want to do if you have a spaceship and someone has a lightsaber is stay at least one lightsaber length away, away. from them at all times. That's like rule number one. 
That being said, I think that that open. I like the idol with just to talk about the trailer specifically. I like that it opened with that whole big long sequence. It's obviously a reference to Alfred Hitchcock's North by Northwest when the plane attacks uh, <laughs> Cary Grant. That's a real thing. It's like this. It's a famous scene. He's in a field. <laughs> you guys love like I was love, that? A- I love the fact that that's actually a thing. Like, yeah. it's a big. It's actually a, a really old movie. You know, he gets to hit yep. the plane comes down. But that plane, by the way, not designed to fly in space. No. Doesn't have laser cannons. Yeah, and the the person who he's the, who the plane is flying at, not, not some Jedi. sort of force ninja with a lightsaber. So. So that's cool. I like that the whole trailer had a big long sequence because I think trailers are more interesting when they have longer chunks in them. That's cool. But then yeah. the re- speaking of, of shit, yeah, um, I was very. I just spent like the whole trailer kind of kind of confused. Mm. Um, I, I didn't really know. Like I knew all I recognized was Palpatine's mm-hmm. laugh at the end. That was cool. But the big thing that struck me, yeah, the Palpatine how. laugh. The bal- <laughs> we should dig, dig into the Palpatine laugh thing. But the big thing that struck me when the trailer opened on Ray is I realized. Holy shit! We are three movies into this series, and, and I'm no still connection with I, I have person. no idea who she is. Like I'm still kind of wondering. Oh, I wonder what her character is going to be in Star Wars. <laughs> you know, which is a weird thing, and it's and it's not the first time I felt this. Uh, it's not maybe to the same extent, but close. It's in the ballpark yeah, her, of the her, Hobbit movies. Her uh, character is the um, unnatural force ninja. Mm-hmm. That's all you gotta know. She's really yeah. good with the force, guys. That's I it. I guess. And it's like she has no... She's had very little investment in anything. She just sort of wandered through the last two she's movies. She's like, this is getting... my first day jumping. Check this out. Yeah. And then she jumped over a ship trying to run her over. <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> Look how mad Armin I'm is. I'm so <laughs> fucking furious. <laughs> I'm still not not furious yeah, about yeah. the last jedi mm-hmm. i'm still angry about that movie it still yeah. affects me to this day yeah. should be. And sh- it destroyed star God, wars. i hope we get another <laughs> and th- this here's here's something like here's like a little meta little bit kathleen kennedy came out that's her name right yeah. she came out and she was like we've been working towards palpatine this entire time we've Ooh. had did a plan. She, did she, she, she basically was like we've had this vision in our mind oh, since you. before episode seven mm-hmm. came out and i was like bullshit kill yourself mm-hmm. just lies lies are spewing out of your mouth without mm-hmm. your control who knows what you're gonna lie about next just end it before anything crazy happens right because this is clearly this is clearly a fucking like let's bring jj abrams back who by the way only makes like MacGuffin chasing puzzle box movies yep. cannot for the life of him put together a fucking movie that has a beginning middle and end mm-hmm. that makes any goddamn sense and Except Mission Impossible 3, which kicks ass. Which was pretty cool. But the entire thing was, guess what? A fucking MacGuffin yeah. chase right up to the very end. Yeah. And and I like Star Trek. I mean, you got to like the first Star Trek. I the like second the one was Star dog Trek. shit, but the first Star Trek was like, still a good movie. You know yeah, what? It felt like a lot more like Star Wars to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Star Trek is a better Star Wars movie than Force Awakens. So, like, I ha- like full yeah. stop, hands down. So what we saw with The Last Jedi was an absolute... Um, I mean, it was it was an abomination mm-hmm. of a film, <laughs> and in many many in ways, and has no redeeming qualities uh, <laughs> except perhaps a couple still shots that are like just really pretty. It has my yeah. favorite my favorite shot of all time in Star Wars with the red. Is the it the pork going? No, it's Princess Leia just flying across <laughs> the sky. <laughs> Uh, well, that is a redeeming quality. Yeah, That's yeah, right. We gave yeah. Princess Leia, uh, mm-hmm. a General yeah. Leia, a force ability that no one else in the fucking entire universe has ever developed out of the fucking blue when the actress that's playing her is dead. And you could have just been like, oh, wow, oh, here we go. Oh, it's no. done. Nope. No. Let's bring her back and have her have scenes in episode nine. Uh, yeah. Which I hope we get another scene like that. Which she just <laughs> is like, check it out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. I'm out of here and flies out. 
Yeah. Yeah. So now we have episode nine where J.J. Abrams is back and he's tasked with what is absolutely an unenviable job because Mm -hmm. there are a thousand people who are working their fucking asses off to make this movie a reality. Mm -hmm. And it's going to do nothing to bring Mm -hmm. any sort of redemption back to what Star Wars was before the last Jedi yeah. took a shit all over it. Yeah. Like, well, like in we all were, fair, in all fairness, we though, were it, holding the ladder up while the last <laughs> Jedi felt something splatter on us. You well, know here, what I mean? Here, here's what I will. Here's what I will say: is that things weren't going well prior to the last Jedi either. And that's the one thing is like we forget how There's viscerally no we tore into the Force Awakens on here, and I still fucking hate the Force Awakens because I mean it's not, it is it feels like a um, as much as I hate the last Jedi. As a movie, and it feels like a weird, clumsy first draft that's being overlauded for the wrong reasons by people, yada, yada, yada. The Force Awakens just felt like the most cynical and hollow retread. It felt like a product more so uh, than an actual film. It was literally just a, like, rote... How can we sell toys? Yeah, it was just like a rote retelling of, uh, of, a, of a new hope that brought no new iconography. And I've said it before that it makes you actually say good things about the... <laughs> makes you say good things about the prequels in that, uh, yeah. in that the prequels at least brought fucking new things. There was, uh, yeah, there was chariot racing. trade conflicts yes, to but a children's exactly. movie. But the Senate about room this. is a cool thing. That's a cool thing. Yes, you see but, any of that in here? But you Mustafar saw things... Awesome. Yes, you saw things the good and bad. Brief. You saw things good and bad in uh, Force Awakens that you had not seen in Star Wars before that I felt very Star wars There you go. But uh, that is not the case with Force Awakens. Literally everything that is in that movie is just an echo of an image. Like, for instance, you take... And I've said it before, but you take Rey. Just don't put her on a desert planet. Put her on a jungle planet. Put her on a water planet. Any kind Ooh, of planet. Like water world. That would have been exactly. Dope. She's like a boat person. She wears fish scales. She harpoons shit. Why is it in the Star Wars... Okay, I have so many fucking questions. Why is it in the Star Wars universe that basically every planet we visit has one feature? It's like Mm -hmm. you go to Earth and you're like, Earth is a mountain planet because we just happen to be shooting in the Rockies right now. (laughs) The entire planet is just one big mountain Mm -hmm. range. right? And secondarily... As it turns out, in that galaxy far, far away, all the planets are simple. <laughs> the planets, <laughs> planets grow in complexity <laughs> as they approach our time and region of space. That was not a mm-hmm. word I was expecting to end that sentence. That was amazing. Uh, secondarily, why is everybody related to everybody? Mm. Because now in episode nine, we have uh, we have a new character showing up in the trailer. Uh, this young African American woman, strong black woman. You 100% know that she's going to be related to Lando. Yeah, I don't remember that. I've only watched the trailer once. You're basically guaranteed that it's going to be like Lando's daughter or sure. whatever. Well, Lando was in the trailer. Lando he? was in the trailer. I do remember that. Outside of Mace Windu, he's the only brother. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And we haven't brought, we haven't killed him yet, yeah. so we should bring him back exactly. and make sure he, mm-hmm. he dies. Right? Mace Windu? <laughs> I would be so fucking hyped if he was And in he's this wearing movie. Nick Fury's eye patch. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and this, by the way, Connection. is what, gi- what gives me hope about this next movie is sort of uh, playing off a negative characteristic of The Force Awakens. Kyle Mm. labeled The Force Awakens as a cynical attempt to just do fan service for what all the Star Wars fans would have wanted to see. Now J.J. Abrams is again being brought back in what will no doubt be a cynical attempt to undo The Last Jedi. Absolutely. Is he merciless and cynical and soulless 
as he attempts to undo all that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And yeah. just bring shit back from Return of the Jedi yeah. a bunch. Like J- the yeah. Emperor. J.J. <laughs> Abrams and his strange fascination with mm-hmm. the Death Star are now taking over... Another movie. Another Star Wars movie. You and he's what? like, you know what would be really fucking cool? Instead of building a new, bigger version of the Death Star that they can blow up, what if we just brought back the actual old Death Star? Yeah. Wouldn't that be sick? And they're like, what, like Death Star 1? Like, no, no, no. Like, we're just going to remake Return mm-hmm. Jedi anyway. So let's just straight up. I remember up. there was an interview early on with J.J. With Abrams that, that about Force Awakens before it had come out and st- everyone was still laboring under the uh, hope that it was going to be something. Um, and I remember him saying, like, I forget exactly days. the context, but he basically said, like, what happened to... Luke's lightsaber. We thought that was a really interesting question. You know, his the one he loses when he gets his hand cut off. Where does it go? And it was just thinking, wow, that is the wrong way to approach anything. It's, <laughs> it's just like, like, what are cool toys that were in that that we can then follow up on? And it's I'm like, like, hey, uh, JJ, uh, you know, the original trilogy weren't written as a puzzle box yeah. to be solved. And we just, don't generally is. back into characters after like, who got that lightsaber? Where's that? Remember other cool things? Well, here's the deal. And and uh, I had a conversation with my brother, like an hour-long conversation Who with is J.J. Abrams, yes, in case you guys weren't true. didn't know. And uh, uh, here's what we've come to a conclusion about. And uh, it really comes back to that lightsaber. Because mm-hmm. if you found the lightsaber pretty good chance you found the hand mm. if you found the hand clone the fuck out of luke bro yeah 100 percent. here's what's gonna happen i'm putting it out right now yes ray the reason why ray mm-hmm. is so goddamn strong in the force mm-hmm. is because she is a bi clone product <laughs> of both luke and palpatine so oh. it's their love child okay i yeah. get it i get yeah. it yeah yeah why, yeah. why, Pal- why is palpatine because his uh, yeah. his force spirit wants a new body to live in and to yeah. be evil that would be very that would be of. very now very very non-binary that's right yeah. super non-binary yeah a man's hand and another man's <laughs> ghost come together to make a woman luke stronger se- than any human has ever been luke seeds the emperor star <laughs> Star Wars, the tugging continues. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's uh, that's right. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's what it's gonna be. Mm. Ray's gonna be a clone. That's why she's super fucking strong. I mean, yeah. it's not. I mean, they do clones all the time. By the way, they who's the Skywalker? They're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Can we talk? Can we just like the name of the fucking movie is The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. We've gotten rid of pretty much all of them at this point. There's two left. One's a half Skywalker. That's Ben. <laughs> yep. And then Ben Solo. Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. And then there's who, by the way, why would he be called Ben Solo since that wasn't Han's actual Apparently last not. name? <laughs> in case you don't remember that Han well, Solo movie that came out. On paper, I guess. Who knows? Um, and then uh, there's Leia. So I guess it's the Rise of Skywalker is referring to Leia. <laughs> Leia <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> Superman. Woo! Gonna fly across hey, the screen. 100% CG Leia will, in fact, be the star of this movie. You know, mm. we haven't seen. You know, I feel like the writing room for this. this Leia movie was General something like what haven't we seen mm-hmm. in the Star Wars movies? And they're like, well, I mean, we got an entire Star Wars movie where lightsabers don't touch, so we might even throw that one out the line. Like, well, you know, we haven't seen Leia use a cool lightsaber and fuck some people up. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Yes. The entire movie yes. is about a character yes. whose actor has passed away 
We're going to CGI the fuck out of it. She just shot a lot of scenes during The Last Jedi that we're just going to recycle and use, and it's going to be awesome. (laughs) They just just CGI the lightsaber, and it's like her doing regular shit without a lightsaber. (laughs) It's just the photo of her flying through space cut out with a lightsaber, and they're just moving it around like Terrence and Philip. Terrence and Philip, the head, the the jaw is cut off from the head, and it's just talking. That would be so different that I bet it would win awards. Princess Leia. 100%. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, people be like, it's, it's a word of art. Be a I feel like <laughs> even the words in the trailer, really good. <laughs> even the words in the trailer are entirely built to be like a <laughs> masturbatory attempt mm-hmm. to get fanboys back on board. They're like, mm. not, uh, not, not nobody really dies, and it's like. <laughs> Yeah, you're having Luke Skywalker, the guy who mm-hmm. died at the end of the last movie, saying a phrase, nobody really does. That That's the that's like, I think cynical is probably the best way of describing it because it the only place that that can come from is like a either not really giving a fuck about what the end result is going to look like or understanding you can just pull a fast one and make a mm-hmm. billion dollars. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those two things. There is no actual because. All right, there was like thirty years of books and comics mm-hmm. and games and, and stories that they just redacted. They just like threw them mm-hmm. out. They're like, these are the legends now. These are no longer canonical. And now we're gonna come with our own canonical stories. And guess what the fuck they're doing with their own mm-hmm. canon? They're make they're just copying the fucking stories, but they're making these weird amalgams of them and taking these like storylines that mm-hmm. have been built up over 30 years of like what happens after return of the Jedi mm-hmm. and taking some pieces of the, like, what if Han and Leia had a kid and that kid was like pretty, pretty good at being a Jedi. What if that kid went bad? Let's take like <laughs> that little part of like a nine book storyline of this kid's entire life. And then just p- pick that up and then make him like a whiny, emo tween let's make anakin 2.0 <laughs> i got such a hard one I have, this. <laughs> I have no knowledge of like the, the 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 books or the extended universe that existed prior to this so was, i'm assuming that's a reference was to something star, star I, yeah, killer I don't know was, it, yeah. was he part of the books or was that uh, just the star video killer game? base became a yeah yeah that was mm-hmm. the thing. But, but there was a guy named star killer was he a skywalker well, well, that was, was the original that was name. the original name for luke skywalker yeah it was luke star killer uh, yeah. That's a badass name. It's yeah. pretty bad. But it wasn't Buddhisty enough, so mm-hmm. they changed it to Skywalker, which is yeah. a good change. They should it's have a guy named Starkiller come and kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. That that's the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Well, so since Star Wars was a uh, you know, nostalgic <laughs> look back at uh, bygone yesteryear 30 serials, I think after enough time has passed that we could make our own movie uh, Space Hopper starring uh, uh, Mr. Skykiller. Yeah, which would be, killer. Which would be which would take things to the next level aesthetically because these recent Star Wars movies they really aren't doing anything new cinematically. What, what new Sun direction killer? will we see? Star Walker, mm. Duke Starwalker. Mm-hmm. What about Walk Killer? And he just goes to like a park or like a nature area and just murks a bunch of people who are power walking. <laughs> walk Killer. Anybody? No. All right, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. It. These aren't all going to be golden ideas. I'm just rearranging words. Um, unlike. Unlike uh, Avengers, which comes out next week, right? Next week, right? Uh, no, week? two weeks. Two weeks. No. Oh, well, no. Next okay, week? sorry. I'm not this, sure not this week. weekend. Next not this weekend. weekend right? Next yeah, weekend. Yeah, so yeah. by the time this airs, it's going to come out like five days from when this airs. We will be, yeah. 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 Unlike Avengers, which I'm you know really pumped about and I'm going to see multiple times on that first weekend probably if mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I don't think I'm going to be seeing Star Wars on opening night. Potentially not even seeing it on opening weekend. I just feel like 
Someone has to put their foot down. <laughs> and my $15 or so it's is going to make a, a big difference. It's going to make waves. <laughs> it's going to make a big difference. I'm going to watch it in like midday Monday <laughs> in an empty fucking theater yeah. on my own. So you can weep. So I can just weep. Because I'll, weep tell, you, I'll tell you right now, uh, it was really awkward seeing The Last Jedi with Katie and like having been so excited for it and walking out. Katie was like, what did you think? And my brain sort of scrambling to put the pieces together, like make it seem I wasn't so disappointed in this experience. Mm-hmm. So there's no way I'm going through that again. I'm, I'm watching this thing alone. I'm bringing like some, some candy. <laughs> I was going to go a little bit dirtier with that. But yeah, I'll say I'm bringing some candy. I'm going to bring <laughs> some candy. I'm going to sneak candy into the theater. Here's what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to watch it with anyone who, are, who I, I have to modify my reactions to. Because I got out of Last Jedi. I remember I got out of Last Jedi. I saw it with some friends. And just had to stand there in the hallway, and we were all collectively kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, no, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was good. That was good, that was right? Good. That was good. Like that was asking good. Asking someone to convince that was yeah, good, that was right? Good, right? That was good, right? Like, and you can just hear that, that 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 this is the tone you say when the thing isn't good, and you don't actually mean it, huh? Yeah. You know, like how was that movie? It was well, good. The, the reason the Not reason good. for that the reason for that afterglow, uh, specifically for the Last Jedi, is at that point you're still a little bit tickled, a little bit uh, delighted by the various surprises that happen, such as Snoke being cut in half, such as Luke appearing as a hologram there, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Those things are still. He's like, it's you know on the first watch you're like oh that I wouldn't say that coming that's clever so you get a little little afterglow <laughs> positive thought but huh. then the next day <laughs> who knew she could huh. breathe in space yeah. holy fuck yeah. <laughs> but then it's the next day after sleeping on it that it occurs to you that all of those surprises were bad decisions that mm-hmm. ruined Star Wars as a property. The Last Jedi was like child abuse. Mm-hmm. I still think that the <laughs> hyperspace jump into the other ship was was super dope. Yeah, that was dope. Sure. Oh, I'll give it, cool. I will give, I'll give out them the credit all day for that. I'd say that was pretty dope. Um, oh, was that stolen from Battlestar? I haven't watched Battlestar, I mean, so like I don't know. Adama would do. Cool. No, it's... Uh, I mean, other than the fact that that has not only been brought up and, and like tossed out as a as like a non-possibility mm-hmm. in all of the extended universe of star wars is something there's a reason why that has never happened before and can't happen no big deal or anything yeah. but let's just put that aside it was a pretty fucking cool moment mm-hmm. they why had the wrong fucking person do it some mm-hmm. the wrong character do it anyway yeah. but yeah I, th- well, I guess i was that supposed to be leia's end you know crashing I, the ship into the could have should have been should have been i mean certainly that would have solved a lot of problems that, that would have made a lot of sense yeah, well, why did they need two strong women to lead that well ship? i think they needed because she was in ill health and so they okay. literally well, had suppose, to have someone fulfill half of the role no they needed a purple-haired yeah. woman <laughs> to just represent yeah. purple-haired women mm. in in a galaxy far far away and that's main my one of my main criticisms of the thing and, and as much as, as as it's fun to poke fun at like the little logical things like why can leia survive in space or how did he get here or there i don't give a shit about any of that what i do give a shit about is like just clumsy weird character relationships that looked like that felt like they were written half-baked and that's the main one is that whole the one i can point the to most readily is the po- well no the poe and uh purple-haired lady like arc you can see the intent there to, for him to learn a valuable lesson about not being so brash or doing this or, or learning to trust someone or whatever. You can see the sketch, the sketch that is clumsily put in there in a first draft where ultimately he would realize that her actions really did make sense and that he should have trusted her in the beginning, but they don't actualize that intent. They kind of sketch it out, and then at the end it just feels like 
characters are deliberately withholding information and we're not sure the lesson that he was supposed to learn anyway other than the lesson is vaguely she's smarter than you man i don't understand like that's the thing is i i see the intent but the intent was not capitalized on it was not even realized on screen so when people and there's a lot of people who, as a reaction to the criticisms against Last Jedi, are over over praising it. I'm hearing still people saying, "My God, I love it! It's a masterpiece! It's so perfect! It's five stars! It's the best film in the series!" And that's where we're just getting to fucking Toontown because you know the screenplay for Empire Strikes Back, the screenplay for 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 Star Wars, the screenplay even I would say for Return of the Jedi, though except it's imperfect, for maybe the Ewok dance, except party. for maybe the Ewok dance. I don't know. I like the Ewok dance. These <laughs> are perfect little Swiss watches of movies and you can't take a clumsy first draft that we know was rushed into existence because they're pumping these things out and making them up as they go along and you can look at evidence of it being a first draft and then then still claim and pretend and try and act like it's actually a good movie that's what is infinitely frustrating and not unlike most religions I still am seeing people this week on Twitter and other things, you know, show, showing person. up, showing up to <laughs> testify. They're showing up to testify, and like, you know, people are going to eventually realize what a fucking masterpiece this is. And my God, I love Return of the Jedi. It really gets better with age. And I'm like, if you have to insist that much, then it is not so. The film would be doing that. It would be having those uh, cultural effects. It would be rippling through us right now if it were the film you're claiming it to be. And it would not solely be the sphere of a small cabal of writers on Twitter just insisting over and over and over again what a masterpiece this movie it, is that no one else seems to be enjoying. Is that the only audience? Film bloggers? Yes. Film bloggers and their fans on Twitter? So the New York Times released an article this week actually uh, that kind of relates in a, in a literal way, which is it was a basically like a series of uh, some data and infographics talking about the fact that uh, they were talking about how the um, like how uh, many Democratic politicians uh, are going to um, have been sort of catering to what they think is a sampling of popular opinion. That is to say, the opinions that are prevalent on on Twitter. And they're saying that they believe that this is a uh, kind of a self-destructive tactic because when they actually look at the demographics of like at the actual like Democratic voting base versus the opinions of the very tiny percent of that voting base that is on Twitter and reacting to things, they have very different political values, which is why, despite the fact that, you know, certain people are more popular on social media, like your Joe Bidens are currently leading uh, for the nomination in 2020. So this is actually very similar to The Last Jedi situation in that, in a weird way, I feel like The Last Jedi is purely appealing to a tiny cabal of writers and bloggers uh, and incidentally a tiny cabal of writers and bloggers who I know for a fact uh, Ryan Johnson has socialized with at film festivals and stuff and are just because he's into geek culture and that sort of thing he used to go to Fantastic Fest a lot and it is appealing to them and they exist on social media and it's created this sort of aura that there are in fact two sides to this argument and it's not just most people really not liking the movie yeah. and a <clears throat> tiny, tiny, tiny but much, much more in the spotlight vocal minority who really like it. And so, I don't know, it's, just, it's interesting to see, uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go or how much that is valued as they go into the next film. Because seeing the J.J. Abrams returning, seeing 
whatever the fuck they're doing uh, with like Palpatine and all these other things, it makes me wonder like, it feels like there's kind of a pull back away from that. A feeling like almost, oh shit, we were duped well, into making a movie to appeal to a very, very, very tiny amount of people rather than the people who actually enjoy the film. And I don't mm. mean hardcore Star Wars nerds. I mean just human beings who enjoy movies. Yeah. And don't write about movies professionally. You know who was missing suspiciously from the Star Wars Episode Nine trailer? Uh, obviously, the Yoda. best character slash best part of The Last Jedi, uh, Rose, whatever her face <laughs> is. Oh. She'll be in the new movie. I'm sure she'll probably be in the new movie. Apparently, but, when... But uh, her role diminish exactly. as it goes on like Jar Jar Binks. That's who, <laughs> that's who Poe and Finn were actually looking for on that yeah. planet. I believe it. Uh, that's who is like, living inside her. of the Death Star. <laughs> the By Death the way, ruins. speaking of J.J. Uh, Abrams' mystery box twists, whatever, just like fucking gotcha, which is kind of basically most of what The Force Awakens was. The only original things that Force Awakens sort of brought that weren't a direct rehash of A New Hope was like, I bet you thought that this guy was going to be our hero, but it's actually this lady. But one of the other things that I found really interesting, and just to pr show how they're fucking, and this is not necessarily a bad thing, but it was interesting to hear, that Poe Dameron, the square-jawed heroic figure who has since become a fixture of all of the uh, marketing and the films to come, was supposed to die in the crash in the desert uh, at the very beginning Absolutely. of the movie. He was supposed to be this swashbuckling hero and then he was supposed to fucking die and so that Finn and Ray could carry on with the rest of the series. The oh so ch much more charming Finn and Ray who are yes. going to carry this on forward. And you know what happened? They shot those characters and thought, you know who's really compelling? A square-jawed heroic guy played by Oscar Isaac. Let's yeah. keep him around. You know who the best actor on this set is? <laughs> we shouldn't kill his yeah. character. We should probably give him like more lines even if it's like mm. super homoerotic stuff is there any yeah. way that we in? can have him be the main character with the lightsaber <laughs> what if he has what force if powers Skywalker. <laughs> there you go oh there man is. that's everyone it. is Would, a skywalker that would be the ultimate double birds fuck you is if it was the plan with the end was as it turns out uh poe is actually luke's son they just haven't run into each other yet um uh, <laughs> and uh and so he will be taking over henceforth what why don't uh, you look anything like me <laughs> well I, uh your mother was uh, was Lebanese. It's because Luke Skywalker has a thing for Latin women. <laughs> so, Kyle, that sounds so stupid that it might be true. God, I, <laughs> I hope so. They just have no idea what to do with Poe Dameron. Yeah. They're like people like Oscar Isaac. This is something we want to keep in the movie. And then, as evidenced by the storyline in the last film, they clearly no one has any idea what to do with him. They just like having him around. Yeah, here's here it is. Uh, uh, here's the scene. It's inside the ruins mm -hmm. of the Emperor's Tower on the Death Star Two which has crashed onto another moon in that system mm -hmm. you know the entire group enters and the ghost of palpatine shows up and says ha, 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 you have finally returned skywalker mm -hmm. and they're like luke isn't here and everyone looks at ray thinking it's ray and suddenly mm -hmm. finn's like you're right i am skywalker <laughs> and there we go scene mm -hmm. black skywalker black <laughs> skywalker uh, nwa starts playing um <clears throat> yeah Calm done. <laughs> <laughs> what if Luke had a baby with Lando? Think about it. Think Dude, about it. What if that girl I'm telling was their you, baby? Luke's hand and Palpatine's ghost totally Fucked. got it on. And the end result yeah. was Baby Ray. Well, and, and then they'll come out and say, listen, it said at the opening sh opening uh, title of the very first Star Wars film, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. That means that these are aliens, and we have never, ever stated that men don't have wombs in their butts. 
in uh, in uh, Star Wars. So potentially, not only did Lando and, and Luke had a, have a baby, but Luke carried that baby to term inside of his butt and then Ooh. passed it through his sphincter like Lemmy Winks. <laughs> and then that, uh, you know, incredible. I'm just saying, this would, this would, this would save, someone get J.J. Abrams on, call your brother J.J. Abrams and tell him about this idea because I think this could save the entire new trilogy. I would think everything that they've done, I would forgive them if they just added this one thing into episode nine. Just just make it headcanon. Just make it in your head. It has never been refuted, and therefore it could possibly be true, true. and therefore you can make it headcanon. When when, uh, Cliff and I were kids, we decided, we just made the the pact one day that RoboCop 3 didn't exist. Because it was the first time we ever did that of just like, we liked RoboCop, we loved RoboCop 1, we really liked RoboCop 2, and we saw RoboCop 3. Um, you know, uh, which was for Fred. Fred Decker's a good filmmaker, but that is not a good film. Uh, and p- p- some characters died, and we just didn't like it. And so I remember exactly we were just, his partner died. Exactly, know, his partner dies, and so we're just like, uh, you know what? That didn't happen. <laughs> you know, that just didn't happen. Which and is, it turns out, what they're doing for the Terminator franchise right now. So it's not. Yeah. It's it's not. Uh, it's not. It's gonna. It's making its way into reality now. Our our imagination in reality. Yeah. Different franchise. Man, that trailer. Head that trailer is coming soon. Thing. Headcanon is my favorite thing. Yeah. You just make up your own fucking stories about how movies are related. It's great. Yeah, I believe that's called slash fiction. You say like if Oscar Isaac and, and Finn were to have gay sex and then you were to draw it anime style and write a very detailed description of how it happens. About how, that, how uh, that Oscar is an Isaac Amazon novel that will make you a lot of money. How Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. uh, Poe Dameron's butt womb 100% exists. But it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't exist in graphic detail like yeah. we would write it. Yeah. Speaking of slash fiction... Um, is it time to talk about the season of Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, it is time to talk. This about is the a Game great. That's what? a great transition. Yeah, wow. You're basically sure reading Game of Thrones fan fiction. Precisely. That I was trying what? to remember what we were supposed to talk about this episode. I, <laughs> totally, <laughs> was, I totally forgot. Yeah, as I was well. like, "Is it yeah, in game? It's yeah. in game, isn't it?" Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, there'll, there'll be some more of that. But yes, it is the perfect transition because actual Game of Thrones being over, obviously, we are left with. Uh, slash fic writers. They even have all the nudity and sex that it would normally have. You don't mm-hmm. have to add that. So you have slash fiction writers just trying to make shit up to kind of make people happy and get boners or whatever. To, whatever Mind it is. Boners. Slash, yes. Mm-hmm. Whatever slash fiction is for. And, and occasionally heart boners. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to take that into this, um, and so, you know, obviously we dug into it a bunch last season, how they've run out of books. And so now it is revealed that the two show creators and writers actually are not very good at their jobs. No, I mean, and when you have the smartest yeah. characters on the show start sounding like the stupidest morons yeah. who ever existed. And when you have a show that was really up until this point about deliberately subverting your expectations to make larger and more interesting thematic points like why does the viper die when he fights the mountain why does you know ned stark spoilers get killed at the end of the first season that is deli- about subverting your expectations to make wow. larger points now and then since they have taken over and the reason cliff and i are referencing it as fan fiction is because it's basically you know, the sensibilities of your aunt. Like, whatever your aunt wants to see happen, that's what's going to happen. So Holy even shit. this... Yeah, what it was like, <laughs> he's, so he's, a, he's a pretty looking boy, she's a pretty looking girl, they should just, I mean, you know, they have the share in a crown, but that's fine. They that's, should just talk it out and realize they're both nice people and get together. That's a very good point. It's yeah. like, it's like been since, since the books were over. It's yep. like, well, I think we were supposed to kill Jon Snow, but like, how could this show go on without yes. Jon Snow? Yeah. 
and uh, oh shit this is here's how slash fiction this is the uh the handle the internet handle of the slash fiction of the twilight slash fiction writer that uh wrote twilight slash fiction that later was turned into 50 shades of gray basically her internet handle was snow queen's ice dragon <laughs> that, oh, was, shit, that really? was her that yeah, was yeah. her handle and now in game of thrones we actually have an ice dragon <laughs> and written in at written in by yes. Slash fic writers who are now writing this that, fucking thing. That might well not be a coincidence, <laughs> everyone. Uh, and the, but here's the thing: is that I, I think that we, we've 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 settled upon. So it. is it Game breathing Thrones, fire or ice? Yeah, uh, it's breathing magic. It's breathing ice that melts stuff. Um, Shit, yeah. But I think that we should call <laughs> this is a good conceptual distinction, guys. <laughs> the first, however many seasons, the first five seasons of Game of Thrones. That is as far as the Game of Thrones adaptation. What we've gotten so far is season one. And season two, episode one of the new show, Snow Queen's Ice Dragon, which is how we will refer to it henceforth. Why, why are we um, not calling it Fifty Shades of Thrones? Yeah, that would be too good, too. It kind of is, basically. Now, why does this matter with with regard to my expectations for the forthcoming season? Is because I was genuinely, you know, it was nice to see all the characters come together in the castle this week. It was nice to see a bunch of stuff set up. But we know... And the big revelation, obviously, spoilers ahead, everybody, is that uh, Jon Snow now knows that he, and not Daenerys, is actually the rightful heir to the throne. And so they now both have claims to the throne. How will Daenerys react to this? Blah, 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 blah. Will it make these two former lovers mortal enemies and they'll <clears> end up on opposite sides of the conflict? Any of the things that we would expect from George R. R. Martin, and I just know now that these guys are writing it, that it will involve one semi-tense scene that will last about two and a half minutes where they have an argument and then at the end they decide that they can still be friends and lovers and they, they work it out. They work it out. They realize you're nice, I'm nice, why are we fighting? And let's be nice again. <laughs> and that, that's why I say whatever your aunt would want to happen is what is going to happen in this season because that is definitely what fucking full, happened last season. Full stop plot twist. Yeah. Next episode, just Jon Snow at the DMV trying to get his name legally changed to Aegon <laughs> Targaryen. <laughs> He's like, "You mean I can't? I can't even get a flight? I can't." <laughs> uh, it's like there's so much fucking paperwork. It's this this crown better be fucking worth it. <laughs> Daenerys walks into his room. What are you doing? I, you know, just trying to get this name change thing mm -hmm. taken care of. It's like a book, like a stack of paperwork, Fuck. five inches thick. <laughs> Fuck, where, where am I going to find a notary public? I'm in the north. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam would be a notary. That is true. Uh, his quill is running out of ink. Yeah. This ink well is running dry from me initialing A-T. Yeah. I usually initial J-S. It's very confusing. <sighs> and by the way, and by the way, this is another thing. Just writing, sort of backing into these convenient character moments. Let's talk about Sam for a minute. Now, they spent a lot of time fixating on how much Sam really fucking hated his dad. And, you know, and yeah. it was a real thing. And so Daenerys then says to him, and I realize he liked his brother, but that isn't the way the scene plays out. She says, I killed your father, and he breaks into tears and you're like, I'm confused, because didn't he hate his father, and his father wanted him dead? Is that wasn't that the way it was? And now I'm not saying that there couldn't be a a a, a deeper version of this, where like he hates his father, but he still misses him, and he feels very conflicted about it, which was not portrayed at all. And then in the next scene, he basically 
tells Jon Snow the, that he ha- is the crown that he that he's the rightful heir to the crown, and he gives him plant seeds of doubt uh, in Daenerys. So you reverse engineer. Oh, he was upset about his dad dying, so that they could have a character talk to John and sow seeds of doubt in Daenerys and her yeah. benevolence. And that's the only reason. So you're literally breaking characters and how they feel in ways that are inconsistent with how they've been before just to service like, well, who else is going to fucking talk to him? All right, let me think about it. Could Arya tell? So, no, that doesn't quite work. Could right. Bran tell him? No, Bran doesn't no, give a shit no, about anything like, what anymore. What about Sam? What about Sam? She'd kill his dad. Yeah, but he doesn't like his dad at all. I don't know. We could, it's his dad. It'll fucking work. Just fucking write it. And like, what? We only have an hour left to finish this. We got to get this shit moving because we have a two-hour meeting over at the Dragon Factory where they're making all the dragons. But let's knock this fucking script out. I think and I just realized um, that that all all of you are Bran in this story. <laughs> Just cynically watching everything this unfold, pissed. Mm, yeah. If anything, I if I were doing anything at Winterfell I right now, it would be chilling in the courtyard. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be getting the fuck out of there. We're, we have a, the cliffhanger ending was uh, well, Jamie Lannister gonna meet Bran again. Cliffhanger ending. Guess what, guys? Let me predict the future. <laughs> they're in the next episode. They're gonna meet. There'll be a little bit of tension for a second. After all, I tried to kill you and stuff, but because Bran is all in. They'll be cool. Right. It's going to yeah. be like, it's going to be like, oh, fuck, that's the kid I pushed out of the window when I was fucking my sister. And Bran's going to be like, we're good, bro. No. I I, I'm, Bran is dead. I'm the three-eyed raven exactly. now. Nothing I was matters. about to say, I, I can tell you literally what's going to happen. It's going to be that. He's like, oh, no, I pushed you out a window. I'm so scared that you're going to tell. And then Bran's going to be like, I can feel your fear, but don't worry. I'm not Bran. I'm this other fucking dude now. You Bran. have a greater role to play here. The Bran just has no actual recollection of that moment. He knows everything except <laughs> how he lost feeling in his legs. <laughs> He's like, why am I in this chair? He's uh, <laughs> like, who are you? Um... Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, was the there anything of this episode that you did like? No, I mean that's the thing. Is that there were things that was there was cool shit. I I am as guilt. I am as gullible as anyone else. I like seeing the characters come together. I like seeing them all be in the blah. But at the same time, I cannot help but take if you take even one step back away from the episode, think, man, there was a lot of legwork done to set up some really fascinating, uh, like political and uh, uh, character and sort of familial dynamics that are largely all being thrown aside to just say, you know all those people you like and who were kind of written as like pretty good? They're all going to be friends now and there's going to be no conflict and they're all already in the same place. And you know all those characters you don't like? They're on the other side. And I'm like, where is... And again, I, I hope that they do something more interesting with the whole Daenerys John thing, but... Again, it really feels like your aunt's sensibilities are... And and so my inner aunt is satisfied. My inner aunt is very satisfied, <laughs> and I'm Kyle. glad. So it's like, it's like, look at them. They're making out by a waterfall. That's sweet. I'll definitely write that into my slash oh, fiction. Oh, hot. Yeah, but... John loves taking women to waterfalls. <laughs> he he loves sure does. taking chicks to waterfalls. Yeah. And that dragon loves watching his yeah. mom <laughs> and cousin mm-hmm, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's that, that dragon that looks a lot like Nephew. Bowie. Well, oh, it, no, a cousin it would dragon. be the dragon's uh, cousin. Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, I get it. I also like how that's something that that for like seven seasons has been has been like burned into everyone's brain. Is like only Targaryens have good relationships with dragons, mm-hmm. except when it's really convenient to me getting some dick. It's totally cool that this dragon is totally cool with John. They he probably loves John because I love John. Mm. That's probably you're why. you're saying that you think that Daenerys should well, be more aware work, of what's going on. That yeah, she should have been tipped off. Daenerys should be like, 
huh, this dragon yeah. is is awkwardly really into this guy whose mm-hmm. parentage none of us know. Mm-hmm. What's that all about? Fuck it. Let's get some of that JD. You Could that mean? mean something? John D. Yes. John Dick. I don't see where you're that. going with this. His, pe- his penis. I bet that oh. didn't come back whenever he came back. What'd you say? It this probably didn't come back. <laughs> the only part back. of him that, that mm. wasn't wasn't resurrected was his dick. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. It's still dead, but it's like attached. It's like, oh. That's why he's so angry all the time. <laughs> or it's as rigid as dragon glass 24 hours a day. <laughs> the only way I can kill the Night King <laughs> is Valerian steel. <laughs> or my dick. I have to fuck all these White Walkers to death. More like Starting with you. <laughs> <laughs> like Targaryen steel, you know what I mean? <laughs> now that would be an end game worth everything. If Jon Snow, if it turns out that all of this was building towards the fact that the only weapon that could defeat the Night King's ice dragon or just the Night King himself was Jon Snow's penis, I think I just I take back every negative thing I said. Katie does not approve of this Whoa. idea. <laughs> <laughs> It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> it, it <might> <laughs> Listen. Well, it saves. A man's dick <laughs> saves everything. That's, That's correct. Right. In fact, it would be very Games of Thrones, yeah. uh, Game of Thrones esque, because mm. with the whole like brand being the Night King <laughs> thing, he would literally be fucking his brother to death to <laughs> save the universe, <laughs> and that's fucking perfect. <laughs> what more would you want from Game of Thrones? It turns out that that was actually just uh, that that Bran just had a thing for John, and this is his long game. <laughs> it's just I know how I can turn it. Right, I mean, we kind of travel back in time become an ice demon wage a war that lasts for centuries confuse his lineage and then eventually make it so the fate of the world is dependent upon him taking me to brown town <laughs> i mean we got a hint of it because they're like that's your brother and he's like that's not my brother uh, <laughs> and he said it like that with a wink that's not my brother that's my daddy <laughs> <laughs> he does not like any of this. God, oh this man, turned I, really weird. I kind of feel F- female bad. sound sand fans sound off in the comments if you enjoyed that tirade. I I kind of feel bad for Chase because Chase is stuck in the text message group with us where we just shit on everything yeah. constantly. Yeah, mm. it's awful. You're like. Hey, man, you guys want to come over and watch Game of Thrones at my house? Fuck, no, I don't. No, I don't. I want to enjoy this. Let me be of lower IQ and enjoy simple <laughs> well, things. And I think I think Armin and Katie can attest to the fact that I, 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 for, the, for this podcast, I do like digging into all the things, but I enjoyed the episode. I liked watching it. I had a good time watching it. It was a fun time. But I just, yeah, I, the, then the other Kyle, the dark Kyle comes in and says, you know, there's a lot of missed opportunities here. And that Kyle has a Ugh. place and that Kyle's place is this podcast. We're missing the most. Tell them about the missed opportunities, Kyle. The dogs very much agree with Are we getting everything that, on that happened. Are we getting that on the mm-hmm. mic? <laughs> it's a great question. Um. Uh, we're missing the most important plot point of mm. this entire episode, by the way. It's very, I mean, it's something that we've never seen before. It was when black people entered Winterfell for the first time. Oh, and yeah. all, the, oh, yeah. all the white people were that like, That was a fun moment. What the fuck, the is fuck are these things? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that was, <laughs> that's how you read that scene? That's no, 100% uh, no, that's how a, I, that I a, think that's how it was written. Yes, no, I think that was 100% intentional. They'd never seen a black person before. <laughs> yes, but they're, and I would say that and they looked at him. And there were two on horses. Looked, no, but they, there was that great moment where they didn't have to say anything, but they had, what's his name, the leader of the eunuch army and the other lady, uh, look at each other, <laughs> which says a lot about great the 
significance of their roles in the thing. Uh, Grey Worm and the other lady. And the other lady. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Yeah. Mel- Ma- it's not Masa- Melisandre. Masanda? Masandra? No, that's the red chick. Ugh. Mezzanine, I'm pretty mezzanine. sure. Grey I got Worm it from an mezzanine. elevator. It's not Mezzanine. Yeah, 100% it was because they'd never seen black people before. Mm-hmm. I missed that. I don't yeah. see racism. Rewatch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even saying racism. I'm just saying it, we just saw a <laughs> moment. Baffled. Yeah. Like, I was just baffled. They're like, I was getting that color. Confusion. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the reverse. Every single one of those people. Yeah, it's like the reverse of the videos when Dustin Wren, the uh, Justin Wren, the blonde giant UFC heavyweight, was visiting uh, some tribes people in Africa yeah. in the jungle there, and it's the first white person they'd seen, and they were mm-hmm. freaking out. It was awesome, especially not a giant <laughs> blonde one with long hair down to the middle of his back. Exactly. He's he's the he's the furthest. The furthest away from anything they could associate with human that you which could is, get there. Which is probably a similar reaction that many people around the world had to seeing Vikings for the first time before they got an axe to <laughs> their the face. Why are you raping my wife? <laughs> and those people and those people had children who had children who had children who had half Thor Bjornson. <laughs> Which brings us back to fitness, and I'm bringing yeah. it home. That was good. That we was are solid. on topic. <laughs> no, guys. but seriously, there was there was, a, <laughs> there was a whole there was a whole point there was a whole plot point uh, about how the Night King is very much into uh, uh, spirals. Mm. Spiral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that was metal. Yeah, that was like a good from episode one. Yeah. yeah, that was like a that was like a death metal that album was a, cover. That, that, yeah, that moment was ruled. Body parts, like a, a crucifix of body parts in a spiral. And it was That's gr- metal. And it was great because they set up the kid earlier, and you did not see that coming. I loved that whole beat where you see a kid, and he's going off. Oh, we've seen all sorts of adorable kids who are like generals because they're little lords, and then you see him stuck to a fucking wall later, surrounded by the body parts of his family. That is awesome, and that is super death metal. Love it. They still do some things, right? I'm sold. Yeah. We need more of that. <laughs> Just every episode, bring up another fucking human human body part wheel. Mm. I mean, why? when do you think they're going to explain what the fuck that swirly is supposed to be? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, it's well, gonna be it's the brand's time. <laughs> it's brand's butthole. Yes, that's it. That's it. That was the whole plan. So that's exactly the end what it game. is. That's the end game. And it was on fire at <laughs> the end It's a map there. to Brown Town. That's, that's the end game. <laughs> it's a map to Brown Town. <laughs> Um, We're in the end uh, game now. Yeah. I don't know. Well, here's my prediction, actually, for the season. Because there's only six episodes, I think that the grand battle of Winterfell against the thingies is going to happen much sooner than we think. So I don't think this is going to be a last episode or even a second-to-last episode thing. I am going to predict, I'll lay down, that in the second or third episode, probably the third, we will get the full-ass battle, and then we'll have three episodes kind of dealing with the picking up of the pieces and the aftermath. That isn't to say the climax will be in episode three. The climax will come, but I think it will be a result of the if this again i'm assuming good writing here but whatever um that it will deal with the fallout of events post battle the night king taking over winterfell and danny being mortally wounded and john having to blah 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 and that will be the last thing so i am predicting next week or the following week we're gonna get that 200 million dollar game of thrones episode so that's I agree. Prediction. I think I think episode three is probably going to be the Battle of Winterfell, mm-hmm. and then they're they're going to either wrap up the Night King thing mm-hmm. relatively quickly and have to deal with Cersei, or they're going to sort of find a way of like dovetailing that in, like semi wrapping mm-hmm. up the Night King thing, but also losing a bunch of shit in the meantime. And in the world of picking up their pieces, Cersei fucking strikes with the Golden Company. Mm-hmm. 
Or yeah, there's no elephants though, so there are no elephants. She was really pissed about those elephants, but not so pissed that she didn't give it up to Euron. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm still pissed about? That they recast the Night King with that guy who looks a lot like Bran. I get it. But, you know, I get it because Bran has a big nose. They wanted a bigger-nosed guy playing the Night King. But the other Night King looks so much cooler. Remember? Yeah. yeah. I I I kind of remember. I remember no differences. I kind of remember. I also, I've heard that um, they have said that they're not, they're, they're not writing any dialogue for the Night King. Mm. So we're not going to hear him speak yeah. or hear any get any motivation or anything. Why recast him? He's just mm. he's just a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Just he's hell like, bent I, on I, destruction. I'm here to fucking reap. You guys. Just as George R. R. Martin intended. <laughs> him to be <laughs> nothing right. but a ring wraith. <laughs> didn't, right. didn't George R. R. Martin at least tell him what the ending was supposed to be? I don't they, think they're so. nothing they're nothing no, they're I thought, aiming I thought towards. They guessed the ending and he was like all right. Whatever. No. <laughs> How much money's here? <laughs> He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm never going to finish these books. He, no, actually, when they were uh, apparently when they were auditioning for the job, he asked who uh, something about who Jon Snow's parents are, and they correctly guessed who Jon Snow's parents are, and that was a thing. But from what I understand, George R. R. Martin separated himself from the show, or at least took a, a, took a step away so he could focus more on the books, and with the knowledge that they were going to go ahead and write. And if you listen to the commentaries or you listen to the little after-the-episode thingies, they talk quite explicitly about just making shit up over and over again. The whole sept being blown up with the dragon fire that was set up earlier and everything, that they're just making it up as they go along. So, hence, aunt. Auntie approved. Yes. Auntie Kyle has spoken. I That's have. right. My well, inner aunt is pleased. This was uh, this was a great fitness episode, guys. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Bench press. I don't know. I got it in there. John Paul Hathcock. He won the Mac, and nobody oh. knows who he is. I know mm-hmm. who he is. But he's super yeah. fit. So it worked. Whatever it is, Good whatever it guy. was, it worked. Good for him. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. Good job. It'd be Jump weird if CrossFit thing. reposted this to their uh, to their <laughs> whatever. Last like, snippet. It would John be the Paul most <laughs> most most entertaining thing they've put yeah. on their cro- their Instagram mm. for a while. Shouldn't we exchange a sentence about fitness no. just to say we did? We did. We did just right there. Yeah, we just did. Okay, that, that was the guy. He he has an invite to the CrossFit Games now. Oh. Cool. So there yeah. you go. And so is Invictus huh. X. So mm-hmm. Sam Dancer will be there. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. He had, See, a, he had a gigantic sword. It's all yeah. good news. He everybody. had a big sword so after the competition. So does Meg Reardon. Looked like He-Man. Mm. Yeah, it was awesome. Nice. I right. think you know who Meg Reardon is. Yeah. I recognize the name. I definitely <laughs> recognize the name. Most let's of this podcast is me pretending to know who we're talking <laughs> about. That's right. Uh, let's get our social medias, guys. Let's wrap it. All right. I'm at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most central Instagram account on the internet. I'm at Cliff Bogart on the fattest Instagram account on the internet. <coughs> you can find me at Chase504 on Instagram and YouTube. And I'm at Arm and Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching and listening. We will catch you guys next week with Avengers Endgame meets yeah. scale Dude. as needed. We're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it four times over the course of the weekend and Impossible. record. We couldn't get new, into that many screenings. We're gonna record a new podcast after every single one. It's gonna be lit. I'm, I love making promises. We're not gonna deliver on. It's fine. That's, that's my entire should, career. So sound off, <laughs> scale as nation. Should we vlog our? Our entry and then our immediate reactions after Endgame. Should this be on? Do you want to see this content on <laughs> Arm and Hammer TV on YouTube? And I'm asking you because we know the only people who are watching at this point are the true fans. That's right. We'll see you guys next week. Later.